Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, a good night for some who might be listening in another time zone. My name is Miracles One, and welcome to the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And no, it is not the BS that you might be thinking. Broke spirits is the BS. In the Chronicles, there are stories, conversations about putting together the mind, the body, and the soul and making them one again and whole so it can be unity with the spirit. So sit back, relax, and do whatever it takes for you to get comfortable right now. And let's talk along with picking up the broken pieces. All right, people, let's go. Let's go. It is conversation time. Hello, hello, and happy holidays. I am Miracles One, and you have tuned in to the BPC, the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And this is going to be a challenging, needed, hard conversation. Um, And I promise you, it would end on such a high note. But we most definitely, after the untimely, unforeseen death uh, a guy I've been following since his So You Can Think You Can Dance days, Twitch. His his suicide caught a lot of us off guard and it prompted me to have another conversation before I truly ended, it, ended this season and this year um, when we've been doing the podcast. So I'm going to give you the title and we're going to get this thing rolling. I don't want to delay it no much longer through just general conversation and stuff and us doing what we usually do. The title, Happy Holidays, The Gifts That Keep On Giving. And we're going to discuss those gifts. But more, more important, we're going to discuss why those gifts are important so that if someone close to us or even ourselves are going through a dark period where we feel like we have no hope, we have no love, we have nobody to care for us, nobody concerned about us, that's going to help us see and how to look for the signs and, and be aware. So let me start with saying this. <clears throat> when we look at Twitch, who was a light, everybody you hear, or you not hear if you listen to TV or read or saw the post on Instagram, everybody speaking how much of a light he was. And I tell you, every time I saw him, he had a smile that was infectious. Um, every time I watched him dance, I could feel him through the, through the music. And it caught me off guard. It was rough. But it goes to show no matter how much somebody's smiling on the outside and how, how happy they face look, we never know what they're dealing with on the inside. This so is my prayers and my thoughts go out to his family. But the crazy thing is nine days before um, he had just celebrated his, I want to say ninth anniversary before, ninth anniversary with his wife. And they had just posted the day before, a few days prior to his, this uh, death, a video of them dancing. They always post these dance videos of them together. And they were amazing. They made you feel good about love and relationship and just seeing a couple from what we can see being happy. But I want to tell you guys something. Let me start with the statement. Instagram is not instant feelings. And the reason I say that, y'all heard me say it before about Facebook and other things, but what people post 
it's not always how they're feeling. I'm not saying that was the case with him. I'm just saying in general. It's always depending on the person. The posts are there to get your attention. The posts are there to get you following them. The posts are there to create traction on their page. And honestly, what, what people post on one end probably isn't their truth. But on the other side, when they post their possible truth, and it seems like, oh, this person ain't going through, reach out. I don't care if it's a celebrity or whoever it is. If it's just saying, I'm praying for you, or saying, I care, reach out. Because I'm starting to believe when we see these posts that come out of nowhere, they're not just because it's not them crying wolf. I'm hopefully believing it's not. You know, you got some people that do some crazy stuff for attention. But I really believe these people that are sincere and have really good character. If you see a post where it looks like they're crying out, pay attention to it. If it's a friend of yours, pay attention to it. Because it is better safe than to be regretful of guilt about something your caring could have prevented. And who knows if any of us have had a insight, some insight to where Stephen Boss, a.k.a. Twitch, was leading up to his choice to end his life. That could have been us. That could have been, that could have been me, and I'll get to that in a minute because I've been there. But I want to share with you something else that was posted by another um, personality on Instagram and who's also a comedian who lost his son, I want to say last year, either around this time or right before, Tony Baker. And he said this, many of my loved ones and fans have been reaching out to me lately just to check on me. So much of power in that just to check on me statement. Due to the holidays and also with there being so many tragedies due to suicide, I just want y'all to know, even though I am sad and heartbroken, especially now, key phrase especially now, I'll get to it in a minute, just know I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to say this to you. Last week when I was talking about the holidays and the sensitivity of it, I dealt with everything and I didn't even realize it, how easy this time of year could turn to a dark moment for some people if a crisis come up. If you're shopping and you're spending your last to buy gifts for everybody else, them not realizing that's causing the stress to you, but you care so much you want to make sure everybody else is happy at the expense of your own happiness. You can have everything. Have all the materialistic stuff in the world and don't have anybody that love and care for you. And guess what? You could be in that, that space. Uh, like Tony, you could have lost a loved one this, in, in whether this year or last year, around this time or any time in the holidays due to sensitivity caused you to miss them in a way that you know you couldn't see coming. And it puts you in a dark place. My point is, anybody who is listening to me right now, as healing as healing as holes, I think I want you. I want to believe that you are at this point. Have a broken moment, and doing that broken moment can make some broken choices. And any of us could make that choice. But by the end of this conversation, I, I want to give you hope. Let me, let me let me start out before I get into the details of the first topic in this segment about the gifts we can that that keep on giving that hopefully can prevent something like this from happening to somebody we know or somebody we follow. Um, tell you my story. It wasn't just COVID. I can tell you, and me being transparent, 
and keeping the tone of everything I've said since day one, these conversations always be transparent. Several times in my life, I can say in the last four years, I have been in places at times when I've had everything, where from the outside, like everything was fine. At times when I, I was rebuilding after going through something where I felt like I had nothing. I can pick different times and different seasons where externally either things look like I should make this choice or externally things look like everything's fine. I shouldn't be thinking about this type of choice where I've had those thoughts of how easy it would be just to end my life and not have to deal with the pain, the trial, the tribulation, not have to persevere. And I can remember each time I saw one of my daughters or both in different phases. Since I've had my baby girls been both, when I just had my oldest, so you, that tell you right there, it's been way more than just in the last four years. So my oldest is 23, 24. And I thought about it. And I thought about how selfish would I be. But I also reached into my faith, which is my anchor to my soul that kept me stable. Kept me from really breaking in and saying, you know what? Death is my answer. And the reason I shared that because I'm not just talking from a point of what I'm reading or hearing people talk about it. As a matter of fact, if any of you follow Tyler Perry, he talked about it as well this week, too. Um, how he was in those, those places due to sexual abuse and different things he had to persevere through. And he said, where would I be right now? I wouldn't even be here in this position if I didn't persevere. So there's light at the end of the tunnel. But let me ask you a question now. Can we talk? Can we really talk right now? You know, I was listening to this song, and everybody knows it who's any type of R&B fan. It doesn't matter your age because it's challenges out this year. It's by Kevin, Te- Kevin, Tevin, sorry, not Kevin, Tevin Campbell. It says, can we talk? I want to know your name. And I was listening to it this week after being aware of the whole, what was going on, the, the attention that had been brought to suicide due to Twitch's passing. And when he said, I want to know your name, even though he was, he was writing this song for a loved interest or whatever. I want to ask you, can we talk? Or you ask somebody, can we talk? And when I say, I want to know your name, or you, or you say to them, I want to know your name. I want to know who are you today? And where are you in this moment? If you've come across somebody, you feel an inclination to ask that question, ask them, where, who are you today and, and where are you in this moment? And they look at you like, what do you mean? Because you don't seem to be yourself lately. And I just want to make sure you're still Jane, you're still, you're still Mark, you're still Susie, whatever their name is. And if not, why are you there? Where are you in this moment? Where's your headspace at? Because you'd be amazed what that would do for them if they're in that place where they're on the edge. So I say to you, can we talk? Let's talk. Gifts that keep on giving. Or like I like to say, a gift that everyone can give that doesn't have a tangible cost to it. There's the ones that money can't buy, yet mean the most. And that's why I say they keep on giving. Let's talk about the first gift. Care. I'm going to give you two definitions. The first definition of care a person or a thing that is an object of attention, anxiety, or 
excuse me, solicitude. Think about that for a minute. Anxiety or attention. That care doesn't sound too like the type of care you want, does it? Yeah, my point exactly. The reason I'm using that care first, people that are on the edge to where they're ready to give up something that they are caring so deeply about. Hmm. Listen to this again. Something that they that is causing it's an object of attention that's getting my anxiety in such a way where they feel they can't make it because they're caring that deeply about it. It's pushing them to the edge. And what they need right now, and if, if it's you, what you need right now is somebody to care and be concerned. Not to get you confused. You just I know I just told you what that care was. Let me tell you the type of care that that person needs and the type of care that you might need if you're that person that has something you're caring for that's, that you have so much attention on that's creating this anxiety that's causing all your systems to go crazy and erratic. Concern. And then I read care. Concern, a marked interest or regard, usually arising through a personal tie or relationship. Either you or that person who's caring about something that's causing anxiety, they need the gift of your concern and they gift of your care. What is your care? Care definition, responsibility for or attention to health, well-being, and safety. Somebody that is caring for somebody else at such a level where the weight of it's so heavy, it's crushing it with anxiety. They need to know, or you need to know if it's you. They need to give a concern, meaning you have a marked interest or they have a marked interest in you through a personal tie relationship, and they need your care. They need the gift of you paying attention to their health, well-being, and safety. Safety. If they feel they're about to be damp, be Harm, get, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm tongue tied. Be harmful to themselves. They need to know somebody is concerned and caring for them. Where you want to pay so much attention to them, not to where it causes you anxiety, but you're concerned with their safety. That's why you want to know where they are. That's a gift that keeps on giving. That's why you ask them, can we talk? I want to know your name today. I want to know where you are today. I want to know, do you need me today? Or better yet, if it's you, if nobody asks you, go to somebody and say, can we talk? Because I need somebody to know where I am today. I need somebody to know my name today. Because right now I feel like I'm invisible in a world. Everybody else is, everybody else see me, but I feel like I'm not seen. I've been there. Where you can be so strong for everybody else and you're breaking to the point because you're caring so hard. You have nothing else left to give and you want to give up. I don't know where Twitch was. I don't know where some of these other people were. I don't know where Robin Williams was. We can start calling out the people that committed suicide over the years. Wherever they were, what might have happened if somebody said, hey, I know you as Steve and I know you as Twitch, but who are you right now? Where are you right now? Tell me your name. Or if they didn't have the strength to say, hey, 
I'm not Twitch. I'm not Robin Williams right now. And I don't know where I am, but can you listen to me? I just need somebody to talk to. Move my status out the way. Move what I'm doing, Father. I need somebody to care for me right now. Because I can't even, I don't even have the strength to be concerned about myself because I want to give up. So what's the first gift you can give them? Care and concern. Gifts that keep on giving. Chewing it. And I want you. Here's your homework for this first segment. What in my notes? Well, I, I got to be led by my inner circle by God. So you guys know how I roll. I want you to write down five people names. Either you haven't talked to in a while or you have. And you might something just seems just caught something inside of you in your spirit, your gut saying, reach out to this person. And I want you to sometime in the next 24 to 48 hours, reach out to those five people, whoever they are. And if it's somebody you had problems with and y'all y'all left on a bad note, ended things on a bad note, but it's still unresolved. If that person pop in your sphere, reach out and check on them too. I can see one or two. I need to, I need to do myself. So that's your homework for the first segment. It's time to start giving these gifts to keep on giving. Because that person you think is very strong, you don't know where they're at right now. Because if it's somebody you hadn't talked to in a while, how would you know? And your phone call might make a difference of life and death for them. All right, I'm Miracles One. It's the first segment. Stay with me, guys. It's going to be a rough one, but I promise you it's going to end with a light. It's going to end on a good note. All right, I am going to take this break, and I will see you guys in about 34 seconds. All right. All right, people, we're back sec two of the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast. Happy holidays. The gifts keep on giving. Look, if you didn't have five names, one, two, whatever it is, make the effort to reach out and check on them, those people. And with that being said, I want to do a quick tie-in that, remember last week I was telling you guys how sensitive we are this time of the year. And I want you to really think about that word sensitivity and realize when you're more sensitive, whatever your boundaries, boundaries were, you're, you're emptying your full. They're not the same anymore. They're probably extended further left or further right because it's hard to balance yourself this time of the year. So that's why I felt that this conversation was needed as we go into Christmas. Um, if you celebrate it or whatever you celebrate this week, because the sensitivity this time of year and because sometimes the pressure of trying to make everyone happy. But anyway, quick recap, first segment. The first gift I said we can give to others is probably sometimes ourselves is care and concern. Now the second gift, and I don't think this podcast today gonna be long, but I, it's gonna be impactful. So this second probably won't be that long. And then we're gonna conclude it. And I got a bonus episode coming this week. So 
Uh, that's going to be awesome. So anyway, the second gift we can give somebody is hope. And I'm going to give you the definition of hope. And we have two. All right. The first one. Desire accompanied by expectation or belief in fulfillment. That means something that you are really, really expecting to happen or be fulfilled. It's a verse in my uh, belief, my, my realm of uh, faith uh, says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a desire answered, I'm paraphrasing, makes the heart happy. So, a lot of times when people are in that dark place of caring, they create anxiety. They're hoping for something that hadn't happened. It might be something for themselves. It might be something for the people around them. It might be something for the people around them that they thought they were better to do, and they can't because of something that has happened to them. Whatever that thing is, that hope deferred, is making them so sick to the point where they can't think clearly. So our job is to remind them that it's not over. Our job is to give them a gift of hope. No matter how dark it is, even if you go bankrupt, you still can start over. And I'm telling you, one of the things that COVID has taught us, that the, re, the, the, re, the, the restart, the reset, and I've talked about it too, that has been a story for the ages now. Because plenty of people have to, do, have to do that in different ways. So just because you feel like it's all over does not mean it's all over. Matter of fact, if I've given up all these times, I've thought about it way before this podcast. And a couple of times while I was in the midst of it and I talked about it, we wouldn't be here today. You wouldn't be listening. I wouldn't have had nothing to share. But I kept hope. I kept hope no matter what was going on in my life that at the end of the day, my inner servant, God, Jesus had me covered. And whatever you believe in got you covered. So our job is to offer them some sense of hope. But at the same time, they have to have outside of us. And I'm saying they. I could say we, but I have it. And I can remember a time in my life when I didn't. It was a time in my life, matter of fact, let me, let me, let me backpedal. Let me, let me bring the definition one more time before I get into this other conversation. So I don't want you guys to get uh, confused with the hope. The second hope I said, someone or something on which our hopes are centered. In a circle, it's the thing your hope is centered on. Whatever that thing is. Boldly, like I told you, my hope is in Jesus and God. I remember a time when it wasn't. Keep it real with you. Raised in the church and all that stuff. Uh, very, I was very religious, trying to push my beliefs on everybody, even though I wouldn't believe myself and doing whatever, whatever. And I can remember sometimes being in some dark moments where <laughs> it was probably prayers of my parents. No, not probably, it was. And grandparents, the only reason I'm still here, because I could have jumped. Why in college, athlete, school going well, well known, used to have suicidal thoughts every time I got out of my elevator to walk to my room. And it, it was a balcony, so I could have jumped off. And matter of fact, the building I was living in was 11 stories. I was on the eighth floor. It had been several suicides that year for different reasons from, from students. 
And that was the building that people would come to when they wanted to jump. And I didn't have nothing I was hoping in like that. I had religious beliefs, but I didn't have no true hope. I actually believed in something that wasn't there that had my back. Remember I said this, and I said it all the time, I said it last week. If you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. There's more truth there than you realize. I can't, I can't say that everybody that committed suicide did not have something they was hoping in that was that was spiritual or whatever, because I don't know. But what I can say, many people I've talked to that got to that point have told me in various various ways that if I didn't have some faith or some hope in, in God or whatever they believed in, for my circle, again, it was God, Jesus, they would have killed themselves. And I can tell you, I know some people have literally said that things happened that they couldn't explain that kept the gun from going off, kept they're from getting hit by a car where they was walking down the wrong side of the road, whatever you pick a store. Matter of fact, transparency moment. I can remember a time since I've been having hope where I was trying to take myself out going down 95. And anybody from Florida understand I was on a R1 motorcycle doing about 120 hoping somebody hit me. This you hear what I just said? Hoping somebody hit me. My hope was that somebody would take me out so I wouldn't deal with the pain of what I was going through. But the hope I was anchored in Kept me here. Kept me safe, even with my hope. My hope. My light was was dwindling. My hope is something I could not see. Kept me. And if I wouldn't have been so prideful and told somebody around me how I was feeling, maybe they could have helped brighten my my hope up that was that was dwindling. Or just remind me about the hope I was believing in, but I didn't want to tell. And I think my challenge to some of you, especially men more than women. So I think men probably, I don't, I don't know the stats. And I think, again, I don't, don't hold me to that. I want to say men have a higher suicidal rate than, rate than women. And I think we are part of the problem because we don't want to share. Our, we, we, we want to bottle everything up. And then when that internal combustion happens, it, it can go anywhere. And I think we need to start talking more. We need to be like, can we talk or can I talk to you? And so actually your, your male friends, loved ones, whatever, how are they doing? So I told you the segment here was going to be quick. What's the second gift you can give or remind them of? Hope. And you know what's coming next? In our next segment, we're going to talk about the greatest gift that can be given, and that's love. Our Miracles 1, this second segment, love you guys. I'm here. I'm concerned about you. I care for you. And there's hope at the end of the tunnel. I'll talk to you in a few. All right, people, welcome back. Segment three of the conclusion. And I love you. I want to begin that segment saying, I love 
you. We just talked about three gifts, or two gifts. Care and concern being one. And I bumped them together for a reason. Number two, giving people hope. And the greatest gift we can give is love. The greatest gift anybody can give to you or you give back is love. Let me read the definition of love I want to use. Unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another. Two examples. The fatherly concern of God for humankind, that type of love, or brotherly concern for others. Let me say this to you. If you can get love, get or give love. Guess what happens with that love? You will automatically get the other two gifts. They go hand in hand. When you have true love, you have hope. When you have true love, they can't help but be concerned about you and care in the way I said before. And just a recap again on that care. Give me one second, pulling it back up. Responsibility for or attention to health, well-being, and safety. Someone or something who's hopeful centered. Sorry, sorry, care. <laughs> Scratch the last part. Responsibility or attention to health, well-being, and safety under doctor's care. This example, under doctor's care, under care of a loved one, or whatever. That comes with love. And I would tell you, if you've been following me through this uh, circulatory system, seasons, circles, and cycles, one thing I've kept front and center was inner circle. And I would tell you the greatest gift my inner circle gave me, a God gave me, was love. And his love was so great that for us, during this time of the year, many the Christians that follow the belief or whatever, who follows Christ, because you have other religions, Catholics, and things of that nature, and I'm getting to all the minutiae titles and stuff, the different religions. But the greatest gift he gave was his son. And I'm sorry, I'm going to keep it real. I can love you all the life. Uh, I'm not giving my child for you. I give my life for my child. But that's a whole different type of love that was given. Or that was, that was given for us who believe. So why am I bringing this up? Um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to do something never done before. Like I said, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. And I'm going to offer you a different type of love. Before I go there, I'm going to ask, that this week, along with the other two things, start showing love in an unselfish way to those people around you, especially ones you think might be going, that might may be going through something, because they need you. Matter of fact, everybody needs you who's in, who's around you like that, because you get them love now, they might not never get to that point to where they feel hopeless, because your love gave them just enough care and concern and hope so that they didn't have to get to that point. But it is the greatest gift that can be given. Now, I understand this was a hard episode. I understand that this conversation wasn't easy, but it was needed. 
And what I do want to leave out there, if anybody, before I completely close this episode down and end it, if you're at the point where you feel that you can't reach out to nobody or whatever and you want to give up, they've made the suicide hotline so simple now. The number is simply, you can text or call 988. Again, that suicide hotline prevention number is 988. And somebody would pick up, pick up, or reach out on the other end that will help you get to that point of balance. It is not over. It is not over. That is light at the end of the tunnel. I still hope you don't have to end it here. Now, before we go, like I told you, one thing about me in this podcast, I'm, I'm going to stay true to who I am and what I believe. I'm not here for listens. I'm here for you to pick up power and pick up pieces. I'm not here to push a, a, a religious agenda, but I will tell you what I believe in, who I believe in. Y'all know I'm a Christ follower. No thing in that, but I'm not a judge. I'm not a judging type Christ follower. I'm not going to sit there and tell you what you should or should not do. But what I am going to offer you in this episode um, is the one gift that came this earth according to our beliefs this time of year. If you have a belief already, hey, whatever you believe in, that's your choice. I'm going to love you anyway. I'm going to keep coming back. I'm going to talk to everybody. I don't care. Muslim, whatever you are. <laughs> um, I can call a whole bunch of different religions. I'm just glad you're tuning in and that you're being a part of life that God's shining through me. But if you don't have a belief or inner circle to follow, it, to, to follow I'm going to offer you the love from me and the love from the God I serve. And it is a simple statement. I'm going to give you three parts to it that you can write this down. You rewind and listen to it over and over again until you get it. It's really simple. That if you want your inner circle to be Christ, God, Jesus, who we follow, Jesus Christ, same person, all three actually same person, you can repeat a simple prayer statement. You say this, Heavenly Father, I acknowledge the fact that I'm, I'm a sinner, but I believe that you came and died for me and will forgive me of all my sins. On this day, I ask that you forgive me and accept me into your kingdom, into your family. And I believe that you died for me on the cross. Amen. That's it. That's the gift. That's the gift that I can give you if you don't have nothing to believe in or if you feel what you believe in doesn't have an anchor. And here's the thing. No matter what you choose to do, I'm still going to be every week doing the same thing. Having very neutral, mid-ground conversations with a sprinkle of you knowing what I believe in, knowing where it's coming from. But you've been with me nine months. If you just start tuning in, I made it obvious. I'm not going to beat you over the head with it because that's not what the broken piece is about. It's about showing you there's light no matter what. Showing you you can pick up pieces and pick up power. But the least I could do going into the holidays is give you that gift as we end this episode. Because I love you. And no matter what you believe in, let me say this again, no matter what you believe in or what you're following, the God I serve, Christ I serve loves you as well. That's the good thing about this side of the fence. Our love doesn't have rules or regulations. It just says, look, we love everybody. And we're not here to judge you. We're just here to love on you. If you choose to jump in, you can jump in. It's just a net that's being cast. Look, y'all, I love you guys. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. It wasn't easy. 
And there was light left at the end. And we're back sometime this week. Stay cut your notifications on. Uh, like I said, yes, share, 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 share. Your support is sharing and subscribing and whatever else you want to do uh, if you want to make donations. But anyway, I love you guys. Happy holidays. Let's give care and concern. Let's give hope and most important, let's give love. And I'll see you all in a few days. All right? Take care. Bye. Wow.